This is Lord's Financial Planning with Jim Lord. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Lord provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Lord's Financial Planning with your host, Jim Lord. Well, good morning and welcome to another Lord's Financial Planning Show. I'm Jim Lord with my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if at any time during the show, you hear something you want some more information about, feel free to pick up the phone, give us a call at 785-2666-002. And uh, although nobody's going to be in there today, I got got news for you. We'll get back with you Monday. So uh, give us a call and, and we'll get back with you on anything that you might be interested in. Tony, Tell me, what's been happening, my man, in your life? Uh, Wow. Well, it's been a crazy week. I've just been really busy, excited about the fact that spring is finally actually here. I think we're finally done with the winter weather, getting into the nice uh, spring and summer weather, and I'm just excited to be here on the show. Uh, How are you, Jim? That's the question. What's going on over there at Lord's Financial Planning? Well, you know, on Lord's Financial Planning, of course, we're doing planning, but, you know, let me share with you a little bit of my yard expedition. <laughs> You'll love this. Uh-oh. You know, a few years ago, I bought this uh, this uh, green lawnmower, and uh, all of us would know what a green lawnmower is. And so this year, I decided, you know, I needed to take that deck off and, and uh, you know, maybe clean it and so on and so forth. So I took it off, got a new belt put on by the dealer, and and then I brought it home and I decided maybe I should look underneath and see if there was anything else needed. Well, there was. And I worked on that silly sucker for about three hours to get oh, that no. other build on, but it wouldn't let it defeat me. But then when I turned it on, it wouldn't move. Guess <laughs> what? The wrong belt. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, no. like making the wrong decision in financial planning. It doesn't go very good if you don't do it right. Tony. <laughs> you know. That's really frustrating, though, to do it all was. that work and then realize, oh, my goodness. Uh, so you got to do it all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, in addition to mowing, I've got another little project. Put it back together right. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah you got you got that ahead of you. You got that to look forward to, which is nice. I do. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, yeah, forward I'm to sure it. you are. And you're also preparing for your bicycle race, right? Your- I am. I am. Uh, I'm, and I'm really excited about that. I'm not having as much opportunity to get out there and ride as I would like in preparation. But uh, hopefully in the next few days it will improve and uh, I'll get more time, more time in the seat, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. More time in the seat. I like it. Well, I'm looking forward to increasing my financial IQ today, which you always help me do, Jim. Uh, So what's today's episode all about? Uh, I got a special one today. (laughs) It's a special one, I think. And that's, you know, the episode today, we're going to talk about tax refunds. Now, you know, you you may have heard that this season's tax refunds maybe aren't as large as maybe they've been in the past, but the story's evolving. And, And in fact, the data from the IRS.gov released for the week of February the 22nd, 2019, showed that the average tax refund is $3,143. Now, that's slightly higher 
than the average refund by roughly the same time in 2018, which was $3,013. Now, you know, $3,000, let's face it, Tony, that's a pretty healthy check of change, okay? And and it's likely that, uh, you know, some of our listeners may have some idea of how they're going to spend that money, but perhaps there's a new item for the home that you want to buy, or maybe you want to escape to an exotic destination. But today we're going to talk about... Um, how the March 2019 Motley Fool article entitled The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund could be beneficial to you. So the article focuses on financial beneficial ways to use your tax refund to set yourself up for future financial security, Tony. Well, I like this topic, what to do with that tax refund, how to wisely use that money. Uh, usually when my wife and I get a tax refund, it gets put in that, what we call the general fund and just disappears. It's like, what does that money really go for? So, and I think a lot of people probably end up having that problem. So, you know, and taxes, they're one of the few things we can count on in life, right? Well, that's, you know, there's that old joke out there that, uh, we've heard that says, uh, the thing we have to remember is that there is always death in taxes. Hardly a joke. It's a saying, I guess we would say. Now, Ben Franklin was credited for that, as well as the author Daniel Defoe in various different works. But let's, let's focus on ways to use our tax refund that are, that are mentioned in the article instead of the historical debates, okay? Sounds so good. The, the, the first way that, that is mentioned in that article is to create an added uh, or to add to an emergency fund. Now, you've heard it before. Everybody ought to have an emergency fund, right? Yet, right. Most individuals don't have enough funds in their savings accounts in case they have an emergency. Uh, GoBankingRates.com has surveyed Americans about how much money they have in their savings accounts. And each year, they've done that since 2015. Now, the survey results have shown that most adults don't even have $1,000 in savings. Oh. Um, that tends to continue in 2018. And emergency savings can help in the event of, let's say, major medical issues, uh, house repairs, uh, car repairs, um, or avoiding additional debt. Oh, that's that's what we want to do is avoid the debt. And one thing I've been thinking about lately, Jim, is how long things last. Speaking of unexpected expenses, everything has a lifespan and appliances uh, it's just crazy. Things break the furnace or the roof or a window, and then there are appliances, uh, and they can suddenly break, and that can be an, a really expensive, unexpected cost, right? That's a great point, Tony, and I think most of our listeners can identify with that. We've probably all experienced that one time or another. But, you know, like, appliances may not immediately come to mind when we're thinking of an emergency, but I'm sure you'd feel differently if, let's say, it's uh, 40 below and your furnace goes out in the wintertime or it's 100 degrees and your air conditioner quits. So, so think about your appliances for just a moment. You know, how old are they? Are you planning to replace them soon? You know, a according to an International Association of Certified Home Inspectors, the average lifespan for common household appliances include dishwashers, 9 years, freezers, 10 to 20 years, refrigerators, 9 to 13 Central air, 7 to 15, and furnaces, 15 to 25 years. And these are just some of the pieces of the home. And you can find a full lifetime expectancy from going to nachi.org. You know, using your tax refund to build up a large emergency fund could be a very valuable way to use your tax refund and to avoid occurring debt as well, Tony. Yeah, you don't want to accrue any debt. And 
In my experience, Jim, debt can be a danger for many Americans. Debt danger, Will Robinson. We did a show on that once. But uh, avoiding debt sounds like a great idea to me. Well, in fact, you know, the, the second way the article recommends that you use your refund also deals with debt, Tony. Uh, the suggestion is to use your tax refund to pay down debt. You know, you could use the tax refund to pay down a car loan or a credit card balance, which would help you avoid future interest. Now, avoiding these interest charges is going to kind of help you save even more money in the long run. So it can be a great way to improve your financial situation. You know, you mentioned that in your experience, debt can be a danger for many Americans, right? right. Now, let's 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 dive a little further into that. You know, another resource that, that I want to utilize today is the article from thebalance.com. That's thebalance.com from a December 2018 um, entitled, Reasons Debt is Bad for You. You ever hear that before? <laughs> it's, it's, it's common to say it's bad. Right. But let, let, let's, let's take a moment to talk about exactly why is debt a danger? Why is it right. bad for you? Yeah, let's do that. And it sounds like a really valuable exercise. So what's the first reason? Well, the first reason, as mentioned in the article from thebalance.com, is that debt creates the temptation to spend more than you can afford. Now, I'll bet you most of us have succumbed to that at one time or another. You know, oh, we'll pay for that tomorrow, right? <laughs> well, debt allows you for that emotional high of getting new things or having new experiences without feeling the pain of parting with money immediately. You know, it may even feel like you're getting something for nothing, even though you're trading immediate gratification for uh, potentially higher payments down the road. But debt does cost real money. That cost comes in the form of interest. And the higher interest rate, the more you'll end up paying. Um, you know, one exception, you know, might be a 0% annual you know, promotional rate or something. But promotions like that have limits usually and, and qualifications. And, and if you don't follow the rules, uh, you could potentially incur even higher interest rates down the road. So I know this is common sense knowledge, but it's good to remind, I think, all of us of this, Tony. Yeah. So to recap, what you're saying here, Jim, is that debt can create a habit of spending, uh, as spending too much, that is, and and then that's going to be more expensive for us, obviously, in the long run, right? Absolutely, Tony. You know, it, it seems simple enough, but, but to help drive home the point, the, the article does a great job of offering a simple scenario. Um, let's say that, that you decide to get a new living room set for your home and, and you spend a couple thousand dollars. Now, if you use a credit card with an annual percentage rate of 11% to pay off that living room set you just bought, uh, as detailed in the balance.com article, uh, you, you know, if you make minimum payments and you pay off a living room set just on minimum payments, you can end up spending, oh, maybe $3,400 for that living room set. So those high interest rates um, are another reason that debt can be bad for you, Tony. Well, Jim, that's an interesting point. That's a lot of extra money to spend on the same living room set. Though, now that you've brought it up, I'm going to feel self-conscious the next time you come over to the house. You're going to be staring at my furniture, wondering how much I paid, right? Well, that, and I'll probably be doing a white glove treatment. You, know, <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> you always do. 
at ELB running the white glove along the tops of the That's right. I'll be, I'll be checking it out. I'll be checking it out. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to share before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, I do want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And I, I, I really think today's subject is, is really a good one because many people are getting refunds. And instead of just putting it in the general fund, as you mentioned, uh, let's think about some alternative ways that we could use that money to our advantage. So, um, you know, most of our planning revolves around retirement planning, but there's also the accumulation phase and setting up the proper plan to make sure we have uh, the right amount in emergency fund and so on and so forth. So I would encourage our listeners to to uh, not only go to our website, lordsfinancialplanning.com, and check all of the resources out, but give our office a call at 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like to take advantage of a one-hour no-obligation consultation, and we'll talk about not only what to do with your tax refund, but other things that may be of importance to you. So give us a call at 785-266-6002 and set a time for a one-hour no-obligation consultation. Sounds good. That sounds like a great, great opportunity for our listeners out there, Jim. And Jim, I know you've been meeting and talking to listeners uh, who have listened to the past show and called in and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, it's a great time to chat with you. Uh, you're an easy guy to talk to, and you have a wealth of knowledge, pardon the pun, uh, regarding finances and retirement income planning, investments. So, I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call. What's that number again? Tony, it's 785-266-6002. All right. And listeners, stay tuned for more ways to use your tax refund to improve your financial situation right here on Lord's Financial Planning with Jim Lord after this. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Lord's Financial Planning, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called The Color of Money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at lordsfinancialplanning.com or call us at 785-266-6002. That number again is 785-266-6002. And welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and Jim Lord of Lord's Financial Planning is our host. And Jim, today we've been talking about that article uh, from March 2019 from Motley Fool, The Four Best Ways to Use Your Tax Refund. Two of the ways you've already talked to us about, Jim, are to add that money to your, an emergency fund or to use it to pay down debt, pay down those uh, credit cards or any other debt you might have. Uh, and you examine some ways debt can be bad for us. Uh, but I know that you've pointed out in the past, Jim, that debt isn't necessarily bad. It's just something that's a part of everyone's financial picture uh, in order to make life's uh, larger purchases like cars, homes, boats. Uh, you'll need a history of using debt correctly 
So uh, it isn't about avoiding all debt, but more of a question about how to use it to your advantage and manage it and stay out of debt with uh, high interest rate credit cards, things like that. Uh, debt is just one part of a larger financial strategy, though, Jim. Um, so uh, what's the next way that we can utilize our tax refund? Well, Tony, a third way would be to uh, use that tax refund to improve your financial situation by increasing your retirement savings. Now, you know, this may be, you know, through a lump sum contribution to your 401k, if you're in a 401k, uh, or an individual retirement account, IRA. Uh, and this can also improve your future tax situation. So as any contribution to a traditional IRA or 401k, it can reduce your taxable earnings and uh, a benefit of using your tax refund to increase your retirement saving comes with potential compounding factors. So according to the Motley Fool article, uh, let's say you had a tax refund of $2,500 today and uh, you put it into something that, say, would average a 7% annualized rate of return over, let's say, a 30-year period of time, that would turn into $19,000, Tony. So, you know, even if you don't have 30 years before retirement, uh, every cent that you can additionally put away into savings for retirement really has a long-term impact. Yeah, so we need to fund those retirement accounts. But are there limits, Jim, to how much we can contribute to an individual retirement account or an IRA? Well, Tony, that's a, that's a great question, and there absolutely are contribution limits. Um, now, in my experience, um, I've found that it can be confusing for clients to, to follow all the changes. It seems like you know, every year the Internal Revenue Service, or IRS as we know it, um, announces the cost of living adjustment affecting these dollar limitations for pension plans and other retirement-related items. Uh, in November of last year, 2018, the IRS announced the limits for 2019. So in order to be uh, as precise as possible, I'm, I'm going to take these figures directly from, from the IRS.gov and, and their newsroom article from November the 1st of 2018 entitled, 401k contribution limits increased to 19,000 for 2019 and IRA limits increased to $6,000. And it reads as follows. The contribution limit for employees who participate in 401k, 403b, and most 457 plans and the federal government's thrift savings plan is increased from $18,500 to $19,000. Okay? Now, also, the limit on annual contributions to an IRA, which last increased in 2013, is increased from $5,500 to $6,000. Now, then there's the additional catch-up contribution limit for individuals age 50 and over. It's not subject to any, any cost of living increase, and it still remains at $1,000. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, it means the individual who hasn't reached those contribution limits could potentially use their tax refund then to add additional funding to their IRAs and retirement accounts, is what you're saying. Potentially, yes. Potentially. Um, it's, it's important to note that the, the catch-up contribution limit for uh, employees ages 50 and over who participate in 401k, uh, 453b, and most 457 plans, and the federal uh, government thrift savings plan remains unchanged at $6,000. Uh, it, it's important, I think, that uh, you work with a, um, a good tax uh, professional or a financial planner who understands these things and can make sure that you don't exceed those limits, Tony. 
Well, you just mentioned something I'm not familiar with. What is the federal government's thrift savings plan? What is that? Well, I'll tell you, the thrift savings plan, um, more commonly referred to as a TSP, is a tax-deferred retirement savings and investment vehicle that's that's offered to federal employees. Now, this allows uh, federal employees to have access to similar retirement savings and tax benefits as workers in the private sector. So the TSP allows federal employees the opportunity to save income, uh, reach matching or receive matching contributions from their employers, and reduce their taxable income. So federal employees who participate in the TSP are 50 and over and who participate in a 401k and a 403b or, or, or a 403b or most 457 plans do not receive a contribution limit increase in 2019. So that's another thing to remember, Tony. Well, yeah, obviously that's huge, and it makes much more sense to me now. I appreciate the explanation. Of course. You know, it's important to to never be shy when it comes to financial matters to ask for clarity. Um, you know, th- there are many, many different types of, of products and strategies that, that you could you could get, but they're not all just right for everybody, you know? Yeah, good point. Uh, they're not. Uh, and uh, I think that's really important to note, but our time is almost up for this segment. We have to take another quick break here, Jim. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we do? Well, Tony, as we've mentioned time and time again, our goal at Lord's Financial Planning and the planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, give them the knowledge that they need, uh, help them understand all the options that are available so that they can make informed decisions and we can help them put together a plan that more likely than not will help them reach the objectives that they're looking to meet. So uh, the first thing I would encourage our listeners to do is to go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. We've got a lot of resources out there, uh, a lot of good uh, short videos you can watch. Uh, And then give our office a call. Call us at 785-266-6002. Tell the staff you'd like to have a one-hour no-obligation consultation Come in, we'll sit down and talk about what's important to you, um, and we'll provide the coffee. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, That sounds like a great, great offer, Uh, and you'll buy the coffee. I love it. Now, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue our discussion here on Lord's Financial Planning with our host, Jim Lord. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Lord's Financial Planning, we have access to a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit lordsfinancialplanning.com or call us at 785-266-6002 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 785-266-6002. And welcome back to Lord's Financial Planning. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host today is Jim Lord. And Jim... You've been talking about some of the best ways to utilize our tax refund. 
you've already discussed three ways. Uh, add to our emergency funds, which is a great idea. Reduce your debt. Boy, pay down some of that credit card debt if you have it. Uh, or maximize your contributions to your tax-deferred accounts, uh, your 401ks, your IRAs. Put that money in there. Uh, what's the final way you want to talk about for us to utilize those tax returns? Between the last way I want to talk about is uh, considering investing maybe in a taxable brokerage account or uh, a taxable a mutual fund or something like that. You know, this can be a good option, especially if you've already maxed out uh, on your allowable uh, retirement savings account contribution. So, you know, these funds would potentially be available for withdrawal before age 59 and a half. And it's important to remember that you will be taxed on the capital gains you realize through these accounts, uh, whether they be a brokerage account or a mutual fund account each year. So, be sure that you consult with a, a, a tax professional or a financial planner who can help you understand the ramifications. But I think that's a great idea for some excess money if you've already met your taxable uh, contributions to your retirement or your, your deductible contributions to your retirement plans, Tony. Well, you encouraged me, Jim, to not be shy about asking questions. So I think now would be a good time. Uh, to remind myself and our listeners about some benefits of a taxable brokerage account, right? That's another good question, Tony. You know, we talk often about 401k accounts and IRAs and even sometimes Roth IRAs, but we don't always bring up taxable uh, investment accounts, brokerage accounts, mutual funds, uh, that type of thing as an, as an option. You know, you can open a taxable investment account with any firm, any brokerage firm. Now, Taxable brokerage accounts are, are not commonly referred to as retirement accounts, but they are still a tool that you can use for wealth accumulation. You know, funds in a taxable account are, are not subject to early withdrawal penalties or require minimum distributions. This allows for more freedom in accessing these funds if you need them, though. Well, and that's good. I mean, wow. Uh, so the name would indicate uh, these types of investments are taxable, though. How does that come in? Money earned is taxable during the year that you earn the money. Now, there will always be taxes on capital gains as well. And, uh, you know, these taxes really depend on the length of time that you've owned the investment. If you've owned an asset that uh, you're selling for less than a year, then you're going to be taxed at your income tax based upon your income tax filing status, taxed at the same rate. If you've owned the assets for more than a year, the assets become subject to the rules and stipulations of long-term capital gains tax. Now, I recommend, again, consulting with your tax professional or uh, consulting with a good uh, financial planner who can answer questions about the potential of these taxes that you're going to uh, be exposed to on these accounts, Tony. Well, yeah, and I, I feel, wow, I feel like you've covered a lot of ground today, Jim. Uh, it's just amazing, and this is really important, though. Well, I think it is, Tony. Um, you know, today we've, we've sort of examined a few ways that you can you can use that tax refund to, to change your financial situation. You know, you can even split up your refund between several of these options. You know, a tax refund can, can be an opportunity that, that you may want to take advantage of to, to change your financial future, and again, not just let it go into the general fund and disappear into the night. So, you know, there's... There's a, these are just a few of the potential options that you could use your refund for. But I encourage our listeners to uh, consult with your tax 
professional, your accountant, um, about these options and, and, and consult with a trusted financial planner. Give us a call. We'll talk to you about the options in more detail. All right. That sounds great. Well, as usual, our time has flown by and our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Again, Tony, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. I want to encourage you to go to our website, go to lordsfinancialplanning.com. Check out all the resources. Then give us a call at 785-266-002. Tell the staff you'd like to take advantage of that one-hour no-obligation consultation. And until next week, thank you for tuning in. All right. That does it for today's episode of Lord's Financial Planning with our host, Jim Lord. Thank you for listening to Lord's Financial Planning. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Lord at Lord's Financial Planning. Call 785 266 6002 or visit the website at lordsfinancialplanning.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Gradient Securities, LLC, NSEC Registered Investment Advisor offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Lord's Financial Planning. Lord's Financial Planning is not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Gradient Securities LLC and Lord's Financial Planning are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor. Advisor representatives.